Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, everyone, and welcome along to uh, another off-season episode of the Dublin to Denver podcast. It is just myself, Colm Cronin, and Stuart Roach today. Michael is on the road traveling, uh, but we are, uh, I suppose, a couple of weeks now away from training camp, and at that point, I suppose, we'll really get to see what the 2022 Broncos are going to, to look like. Uh, but uh, today, I think we're we're going to talk about maybe some of the lists that we've seen over the the past uh, week or so that have come out from various uh, sources. I know ESPN have been probably the, the main ones, but we've seen a couple of others come out as well. Stuart, uh, welcome in, and uh, how how has uh, the the summer been treating you thus far? We actually have had some some summery weather in Ireland. We have yes, some peculiar. Uh, yellow orangey ball thing appeared in the sky for the last few days so that was quite disturbing uh, yeah it was good yeah we were away last week that's uh, hence my uh, hence my uh, non-show last uh, on the last podcast it wasn't anything to do with the fact that there's no news to talk about I was on my holidays um, so yeah I've been, been, been going well but um, yeah and, and I kind of came back to various lists I didn't I didn't really stay abreast of Bronco's info so um, I, for me, Colin, I know we'll, we'll probably talk about a couple of different uh, position battles. For me, it's actually a pleasure to see a Broncos quarterback on one of those top 10 lists. It seems like it's been, well, I mean, it has been an awfully long time. It's been, what, seven years uh, now since we've seen a Broncos uh, QB on, on on a top 10. And, um, and, you know, legitimately so. I mean, some people might argue, I think Russell Wilson seems to have kind of averaged in around seven or eight from most of the ones I've seen. Um, and I'm absolutely fine with that. Um, I think they're probably, you could argue, one or two positions. But, uh, you know, hey, for a Broncos quarterback to appear on, 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 on a list in any way, shape or form, um, 
uh, given where we've been over the last few years is a is a is a wonderful surprise and uh, just a, another sort of sign that we're, uh, we're 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 well and truly back on track. So yeah, great to see. Yeah, it certainly is. I mean, I, I think the look these lists are a bit of fun, probably more more than anything, and and they tell you probably about a player's history, which we know is generally the best indicator of future performance. But at the same time. Lots can change for, for players. You know, we, we see um, uh, injury, decline, change of circumstances, anything like that. But yeah, to have Russell Wilson in and around, I think probably to have Russ probably anywhere from kind of six, seventh or, or eight would seem very fair to, to me. I mean, I think probably for, for most people, you're probably talking a top three of... Um, Rogers, Mahomes, and Josh Allen, um, and kind of people rank them kind of differently. Some people are still have Brady. I I wouldn't. I think we saw some some decline in, in Brady last year, um, but Brady, um, Herbert, Burrow, and Stafford are probably in there, and and um, Russ to to an extent as well, probably in that grouping um i suppose my my surprise has been lamar jackson hasn't been on the the list i think lamar you're more likely to win because of lamar jackson than you are to win because of Dak prescott that's my own uh viewpoint but the the talk well, i know it, with, it's backed up by uh by cold hard facts column your, your viewpoint lamar jackson gets that team into the playoffs and even last year when they'd know no secondary or no running backs to speak of. They, you know, he was very close to getting there. Dak Prescott has had countless opportunities, and they have weapons all over the park. Um, and he hasn't been able to get the deal. So I would absolutely agree with you on that score. I think I think Lamar Jackson is a far more dangerous, uh, and even the, the twenty twenty one lamentable Denver Broncos uh, got it got their ass handed to them by Lamar Jackson when Vic dared him to beat us. With his arm, and he sort of said, "Yeah, cool, I'll have that, thanks." And and Dak Prescott had a nightmare against the same defense. So, no, I'd agree with you. I, I I can't understand why Lamar Jackson. He's to me, he's one of the most, he's one of the best players in the NFL. Never mind one of the best quarterbacks. I wholeheartedly agree with you. Yeah, if he, if he hadn't missed those final six games, I think the the Ravens would have made it. But for for us, I suppose the the interesting thing was the. ESPN, they talk to, you know, various execs, coaches um, and players. And there was a feeling, you know, that Russ will hopefully be uh, rejuvenated by the move, um, that things had probably soured very much. And we, we've seen that in some of the comments. We've talked about that on the podcast before. Not exactly super classy, the comments that have come out of Seattle. Um, and obviously he's in a place. Uh, I, I think I saw a report <laughs> yesterday on Twitter, somebody saying, um, and I don't know who it was, um, but basically Broncos plan to build around Russell Wilson. And um, I, I thought, well, yeah, that's, that's uh, you know, as likely as me uh, in, in, in enjoying a few beers on my holidays. Um, yeah, I, I, I saw that too. And I hoped that it was, it was comedy. I thought it might've been the onion, but no, apparently that was somebody took the time to, to find that out and, and, and tweet that it's, yeah, it's like, um, I know the news water is wet, um, no, no, I was really disappointed. I don't know about you. I was really disappointed here that we weren't keeping the the same playbook that was to cater to Teddy Bridgewater's skill set because I thought that might have reaped rewards this year with Russell. It's like really, I mean, just one of the things, Colin, you're talking about a player's history. I think as well, like Russell hasn't had the greatest array of weapons over the last few years either. I mean, obviously, D, DK Metcalf is a 
is a unique, almost unicorn-esque type of wide receiver in the NFL, but hasn't had a great offensive line and the running backs have been decent. But I, I, I think, you know, you might, this time next year, we might look at sort of Russell Wilson appearing higher up the list. I know the wide receivers that the Broncos have on paper have a huge amount of talent. They still have to do it though. You know, I mean, I think that's the, you know, between either injury or, or sort of, you know, suffering at the hands of the quarterbacks they've had. So there's still potential on that wide receiver list. But I think as a group, it should have more than than what Russell Wilson has been used to. And I do think the running back position is stronger. And I think the offensive line, though, the Broncos offensive line is danger in is in danger of being slightly overrated. Um, I think it's better than anything the Seahawks have, have given him. So he should have more to to work with. Um, as I said, still potential, but you you'd hope that that certainly that will help him at least, if not maintain his position on the list this time next year, maybe sort of bump it up a, a position or two, you know? Yeah, ex- exactly. Um, I think that's probably it. Um, I think the the Seahawks, um, had they had they fielded five um, men league Watsons, uh, they would have been better than anything they, I think, gave Russ over the, the past few years. But moving moving on to, I suppose, one of the, the young superstars and, and maybe something that surprised some people, particularly maybe outside of Broncos country, um, but Patrick uh, Sertain and, and how highly he is kind of thought of uh, ar- around the, the league. Um, especially just coming off a, a rookie season. And we know, obviously, that um, playing cornerback as a rookie, uh, very difficult um, thing to, to do. He, Patrick Sertain ranked seventh amongst the NFL's best uh, cornerbacks. Uh, what was your thoughts on that, Stuart? I um, I was a little surprised, mainly in the sense that I didn't think that, 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 that outside of the Broncos... Uh, media sort of fans and, and media may have noticed him um, because we were so bad and so frankly dull last year. However, I, I, I was surprised, but also I was delighted to see that his unquestionable talent was recognised. Interesting in that report, column one or two of those people that spoke to um, penalised him because of his youth, because they didn't feel like a second, soon to be second year player should be ranked so highly. But others said that they would be happy ranking him number one on that list. The thing about him, column is that there are certain players that you see um, immediately just have it, the it factor. You know them when you see it. And I think this trans- transfers to, to all sports. Um, I remember I saw a very young Brian Odisco playing a match and immediately just kind of went, this kid has everything that you want. Same, say, you know, Wayne Rooney obviously might have something similar. Uh, Von Miller uh, recently for us, you kind of knew immediately that this guy was just going to cause carnage as an outside pass rusher. Pastor Tain has, is, I think, is probably the most polished rookie cornerback I've ever seen playing for the Broncos. I can't remember a a cornerback who was as polished as that. Um, To the point where you kind of, it's actually a huge surprise if somebody has a significant gain when lined up against him. You know, I mean, apart from the sort of the underneath stuff that all cornerbacks are going to give up, like you you would be stunned to see him burnt on a deep play. Um, Jalen Ramsey is a really good player and he's got the, 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 um, the history to back it up. He's got the awards. He's now got a Super Bowl ring. He's got all those defensive, um, you know, all pro votes. But he struggled in that Super Bowl and he was very, very lucky that Aaron Donald made that play. Um, the final play as it turned out in the Super Bowl because he had been torched 
um, on, by Chase on that play. And, and that was almost a fairy tale for the Bengals. Um, I wouldn't expect to see Sertan get done like that. So I, I just think we're really lucky. I, I think certain, I remember calling the, there's, there's, you know, when they're, they're talking about building a roster, like there's four key positions that you need to get locked down. Quarterback, obviously, left tackle is the second one. Uh, pass rush and shut down corner. Um, and they're the players that franchises are constantly looking for if they don't have any of those four cornerstone pieces. Um, I think Garrett Bowles did regress slightly, but he's become a decent to very good left tackle. Um, and we also have one of those other pieces now in the shutdown corner. You would put him on any wide receiver in the NFL anyone, and I include the likes of Tyreek Hill, Justin Jefferson, any of those players, and you would expect him to more than hold his own. So that gives you a, a huge amount of flexibility. You can more or less either take out a team's number one wide receiver or you can shut down an entire half. That that's, gives the defensive coordinator huge amounts to play with. It also helps your pass rush as well. So I think, you know, the Broncos have had some terrible drafts in the first round over the last few years. And we won't have to worry about drafting in the first round for a couple of years. Um, but they've also had some really good drafts in the first, uh, you know, in, in recent times. Elway was a peculiar one. I know Sir Tom wasn't drafted by Elway. Elway, Elway kind of had a terrible run of draft picks and then he, he improved towards the end of his tenure. You could not have asked for a better player. I know at the time we were all scratching our heads as to why we didn't go for a quarterback at the time. Justin Fields seemed like the obvious pick. We didn't have a quarterback. Um, things have worked out really well. He is going to be the closest thing we'll have seen to Champ Bailey, I think, by the time he retires, as we're ever likely to see. He is that good. He tackles, he covers, he's got the kind of speed you want. He, he Everyone speaks to his intelligence. I mean, his dad is a former NFL player. You can tell he just looks like he's been groomed to do this since he could probably walk. So just a superb player and, and I'm delighted and, and, and we're lucky we're lucky to have him. He's going to cost us an enormous amount of money in a couple of years. That's the only slight downside, but it'll be worth it. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. He will. He'll be worth every penny. And the only thing I can, can add is I think you have covered um, what a, an amazingly good player he is, particularly being a, a rookie. He is such a, a good guy with fans. Uh, when I was uh, at the, the Broncos game afterwards, he went around to everybody. I got to, got to meet him. Um, he went out of his way to ensure everybody got a photograph. Everybody got an autograph who wanted it. And again, as a, as a, as a rookie with that pedigree, um, prepared to, to put the time in um, with the fans. You can only give kudos to him. He deserves um, the success and, um, and for his you know, persona off the field um, and also for his ability on the field. Yes, he will deserve that big, big contract that I'm sure will uh, come his way in, in due course. Um, I suppose the, the possibly the, 
the, the maybe least surprising in some respects uh, was Justin Simmons being named as the, the number one safety. Um, he's kind of been there or, or thereabouts uh, for the past few years. Um, what are your thoughts as we kind of head into 2022 on, on Simmons? Well, I'm glad we got him tied down to that contract because, you know, each each year, each game, it looks more and more uh, like, a, like, you know, like a very, very valuable piece of business that was done. Um, and it took a bit of time, you know, it, it, it wasn't, you know, it, it was something that went back and forth. I'm glad we got it. I'm glad we got it in lockdown. Um, he's a great player. He's a leader. He, um, you know, it, we were talking about this beforehand, Colm, I think a couple, maybe a year or two ago. In the absence of a quarterback, you kind of look out for players to become the face of the franchise, especially when Vaughn Miller left, because Vaughn clearly was the face of the franchise. And we didn't have one um, until Justin Simmons started to really elevate his play to elite status. Um, I'm glad that we now look like we have a team that is, um, you know, worthy of Simmons' talents. You hate to see an, 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 a, an excellent player. Um on a team that threatens to do nothing year in, year out. Um, and there was a danger that we were going to go that way because we were stuck in QB hell. You know, we've seen players over the years that have been on brilliant teams, um, have done nothing and then, you know, leave and chase a ring. Most seem to end up in the Patriots for a year or two. That was the the, the, de- the default setting was to, you know, be a loyal servant, then get a, get a ring in your last year or two. Um, hopefully now Justin Simmons can do that with us. Um, you know, I think it also speaks to the to the real strength of the team. Um, like if somebody was asking you position groups where the Broncos are really strong, I mean, I'd say running back, I'd say maybe wide receiver, but they need to actually put it out on the field rather than it being something that's talked about. And I would say absolutely secondary, um, even though I know myself and yourself have had some some uh, doubts about Kareem Jackson. Um, I think the secondary is very strong. Hopefully it can stay injury-free. Um, but, you know, you're, you're looking at, depending on the way voting goes, depending on the, how the season plays out, you could have a legitimate claim for two All-Pros um, at the back end of the field on defence. And that's something that, you know, you, you, you it's a credit to the, the scouts, obviously. Um, I mean, Sertan was a sure pick when he came back home because, you know, he was, he, he was incredibly polished. Justin Simmons was drafted, I think, in the third round. And I know safeties tend not to be drafted usually higher than the second round, but that was that was no slam dunk. I remember in the lead up to it, you know, there was talk that Justin Simmons was a very good player, but it wasn't considered like a, an absolute must have because if he was, then somebody would have taken him before we did. So that's a credit to who are, you know to the team that drafted Simmons, but he's come on. He he really is just a phenomenal player. I, I again, it's one of those places that we don't have to worry about safety. We don't have to worry about free safety for years. We don't have to worry about cornerback for years. These are. These are things that you kind of tick off the list, you know, and again, obviously now we don't hopefully have to worry about quarterback for years. So, um, yeah, but that to me speaks to the real sort of strength on the team. If you ask me what's the, what's leaving out the quarterback position because quarterback is obviously just one person, generally speaking, uh, or you hope it's only one player. Um, to me, the strongest position group on the Denver Broncos right now is the secondary, and that's mainly to do with Justin Simmons and Pat Sertan. I think the other thing about Simmons is again his his work off the field in the community, um, his leadership, and and again the time he dedicates to Vans. Every single time I've been um, 
at a Broncos game, he has he's been the last player to leave. Um, the the time he gives to fans is is phenomenal, and I'm reminded as you know we build you know the the Broncos become relevant again. Um, there's a quote from Sean McVay um, after the Rams won the Super Bowl this year, and he said we we were able to compete because of our ability. We were able to win. Because, uh, because of our people. And uh, he said that it's the character that takes you to that next level. And I think in Patrick Sertain and in Justin Simmons, we have two absolute phenomenal individuals in uh, the secondary and uh, they will serve us well on and off the, the field. And as we look to, to maybe wrap up, uh, Stuart, I suppose the the, the last person who, you know, was on the, the, the top 10 list that I saw this week, and there may be more that come out next week potentially, but uh, Javante Williams uh, sneaking in uh, at number 10 on the, the list of um, running backs. Uh, an interesting one, given that uh, he had to, to split the, the reps all of last year with Melvin Gordon. Yeah, well, I personally felt uh, felt a huge sense of indication, Colin, because if you if you remember um, this time last year, he was my um, breakout star pick from the rookie class because I had purely by chance come across uh, a North Carolina um, football game um, and was intrigued to watch Sam Howell, who I heard a lot about, and then came away raving about the two running backs. I think Carter, who ended up with the Jets, was the other one. So he, he's kind of used to being a one-two punch. Um but that was a very pleasant surprise um, because, you know, as you say, we, we were not really a sexy team and he did have to share the load with Melvin Gordon, who, in fairness, has had a decent Broncos career. I think with the two seasons he's been here, Melvin Gordon has done well, apart from the, the fumbles, which will be interesting to see now. Melvin Gordon's fumbles have been costly, but they haven't been costly in the sense that the season's on the line. If we're really serious about getting back to where we want to go, Melvin Gordon has to cut out those fumbles, especially, you know, on the goal line in key situations. Um, so, yeah, I was pleasantly surprised to see Javante Williams on the list. Um, I, I think he can, you know, I think if you look at his highlights reel, he's, he, 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 he was the most elusive back in the NFL last year, I think by most, um, whatever way, whatever statistic they're measuring that by these times. Um, like he, he breaks an incredible amount of tackles. You've got that run against the Ravens, I think it was, where he unfortunately was dragged down by the last friend, otherwise it would have been one of the, the, the best running back touchdowns in, in many a year. Um, I think he's a really good player. I think, um, you know, he's somebody you can really, you can you can ride as a running back um, because I think he, he looks like the kind of guy who can carry that load. He's strong. He's, as I said, he's very elusive. You can you can stay longer in in the NFL with breaking tackles. I think in that position, um, the only thing maybe maybe you could catch the ball a little bit better coming out of the backfield. But that's that's really nitpicking stuff for me. I I, I was really happy to see it, and I, I expect a big big jump from him. I I, I like the running back by committee because I think it keeps players fresh. But I do think you'll see Javante now becoming the 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 the, the RB one in that. Um, you know, in that combo, I know they'll probably never actually flat out say it, but I think by the time the season kind of really gets into the meat of it, I think you'll, he'll be the guy who you'll see taking the first snaps. He'll be the guy that really begins to, 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 to sort of set the tone because you want a running back that can do that. You know, you want somebody to make those bruising collisions that can really sort of knock a defender backwards because 
you know, I think, again, in, in the years where things have really been quite barren when it comes to anything approaching exciting uh, Broncos play, especially on the offense, he was a bright spark last year. So I hope he can take the leap up and I hope we can, despite our uh, incredibly ingenious plan of tailoring the game to Russell Wilson's strengths, um, I'd expect him to have a major contribution as well. Yeah, well, look, the, having a, a, a strong running game, no matter who your quarterback is, um, Tom Brady benefited it uh, for, for many, many seasons and, and continues to do. There's a reason the Bucks brought in Leonard Fournette when they brought Brady. Uh, so it, it is really important. And um, he is so elusive as a runner, um, you know, has been talked about in, in a number of places. It's the, the vision, um, I suppose, that is the piece that he needs to, to work on. And the hope is that, he, you know, hack it and the coaching staff will be able to help him to, to make that leap. But the, I suppose what this um, week and those lists, you know, you never know what way it's going to work out and, and you're hoping. But what it does show is that, you know, the Broncos have been talked about again and our players have been talked about again. And we, we said it at the time, Kyle Grant was right what he said over the past couple of years, that the Broncos weren't relevant. They, they weren't just bad. They were boring. They didn't move the needle. That has changed. Um, and that has changed under uh, George Payton and hopefully now under Nathaniel Hackett. And there's new owners in town as well. So um, hopefully things are, are set. And hopefully next year, you know, alongside the, the players that we've already mentioned, there might be, um, you know, even more additions. We, we may see some of the wide receivers. We want to see them deliver and hopefully they can be on um, the, the list. Stuart, by the time we are recording next week, we will only be a week out from uh, training camp and uh, looking forward to, uh, to seeing how that will go this year. No QB concerns, um, so we can keep an eye on, on everything else. But very, Yeah, we can keep the eye on that, that very exciting backup pass rusher. Uh, battle, which is the key to 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 the. Yeah. By the way, Colm, I think uh, it's it's up to me to say this time next week somebody will have reached a very significant milestone um, in, in birthdays. If if uh, if Saturday night's upcoming celebrations anything to be going by, so uh, a preemptive happy fortieth is that correct, Colm? Yes. Um, well, yeah, well, yes. Thank you, Stuart. I'm adding an O, but um, it's well, it's a, it's a belated celebration um, because it, it 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 happened in the midst of the the pandemic so only getting to celebrate now but yeah looking forward to, to that celebration on uh, Saturday night and um, have uh, have had fun in creating some of the the invites with um, with various Broncos photoshops um, <laughs> we we will be back um, next week hopefully uh, with Michael but uh, for for now you can find Stuart on Twitter at purpleheartTC Michael is on there at Michael underscore NFL I'm on there at Column from Cork. Um, we look forward to chatting to you as we get closer and closer to the Broncos 2022 season. So we'll we'll leave it there. Uh, so Stuart, as Bill O'Hurley famously used to say, go Broncos. Go Broncos. <laughs> <laughs>